Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sit Your Axe Down. This is episode six. Um, I've got Lucas up there and uh, I'm Kyle. Um, we are doing an episode not in a venue for episode six, unfortunately due to um, both of us driving back on Sunday. We didn't get to do um, a podcast episode at um, the PLS event at the Flying Squirrel. So um, I do think we want to get Ryan probably on a podcast um, here soon just because um, he is probably the um, oldest active, not oldest like by age, but longest yeah. running um, thrower in the World Axe Throwing League um, at this point, most continuous um, anyways. And uh, it'd be good to hear from him. So, And he just became a Waddle Ambassador um, a couple weeks ago. So, uh, but yeah, we'll get him on. Maybe we'll get him on a Riverbend. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we just had PLS, uh, two, the spring fling this past weekend. Um, good turnout. Our largest turnout, um, by a handful of throwers. Yeah. A few people. <laughs> uh, we got, um, <clears throat> I think our next one, I think hopefully the next one will be even bigger. Yeah. Especially since we're doing the amateur side of things, which we'll talk about more later, but yeah, I think that that'll obviously help. Um, get a few more signups. Yeah, we probably should have like jotted down like all the winners um, from this weekend. It would have been it's probably oh, like the be, top eight. Probably going to be difficult. No, no, no. Just just like the winner of all the events. It's probably going to be difficult. Oh to yeah, win. that's going to be hard. Recount. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Lucas uh, Lucas took the axe sweep um, at the PLS, so not too difficult to come up with those. And did came up short. Colby, nice. Did Colby take? The second place sweep? No. Um, Colby got second and second in Hatchet and Big Axe and then Flow Bros in... Oh, yeah. Flow Bros. I forgot about that. Yeah. Flow Bros in Duels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking... For some reason, I was thinking uh, Knife, but... Uh... And then Knife was... Um, first place was TJ Schultz and, and second place was Jeremy Hanna. Oh, my headphones uh, went out on the right side, so I just have like left ear. That's no, okay. That's weird. You only need one. Yeah, Jeremy. Um, congratulations to Jeremy. He threw spectacular. Yeah. Um, it was awesome watching him uh, throw yep. so well. So PLS, the first PLS was one of his one of his first tournaments. I mean, I think he'd thrown two or three. He threw knives at worlds. I think I threw against him at at Worlds in knife. Possibly. I think he was. I think he was in my bracket. Yeah, possibly. I mean, wow, good man, this audio is like keeps throwing it in both ears randomly. It's, <laughs> it must be a short in these headphones. He threw. Uh, he, th- he throws out of Jack Split, and then he also just joined um, our league at Murfreesboro Axe. Nice. And, um, he's been he's been throwing everything really well. Not well, I'll take that back. He hasn't been throwing hatchet very well at our, our venue, but he actually just got his first 64 like two weeks ago. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, he's definitely up and coming. He was one of uh, my invites from the first PLS when we were inviting people that, you know, we thought were deserving of, yep. uh, you know, coming up and uh, deserve to be there. So, and I'm, yeah, I'm cool. 99% positive. Has he thrown a 32 yet in Big X? 
I don't know for sure, but I know that he had two chances at my venue like last week. Well, I'm 99% sure that at the first PLS, he threw a 32 against Vale. If his axe stuck. Oh, yeah. He was having some issues with his uh, Cerakoted Colossus. Yeah, he was having the the typical flesh hit issues that people are having. But, I mean, he smacked four bulls and smacked the kill shot, and it was just very unfortunate to to watch because it was a hundred. I mean, I said 99 point. It was 100% a 32. And and it it would have been cool because it was against Vale. And Vale's a, a good big axe thrower, so for Jeremy to do that against Vale, would have, it would have been great for Jeremy. So. But he threw he threw well on big X, and I think he threw well on big X again this weekend too. So. Yeah, he was he was actually my first match, and I was super worried. Like he played, <laughs> and then he was he was my first match in big X, and I was like, great, he'll probably be like on fire. I'll <laughs> suck my first game, and then he'll beat me, but. He didn't. So, um, <clears throat> it was a good game, though. I think uh, he was only down a few points. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, um, that you you said some minute ago. He threw his first sixty four. Yeah, uh, it was his first sixty four. It was um, two or three Sundays ago. So that kind of segues. I don't know when we were necessarily wanting to talk about it, but uh, yeah, we can just talk about it now. Yeah. So. You gotta With, get them in while you can. Yeah, you got to get them in while you can because the we threw we we can talk about that too. Actually, with the, at the PLS, we did the new rules tournament. Um, but get those sixty fours while you can. Um, so, uh, throw pros the Citrix Down podcast. We we're partnering with uh, com for a monthly release of limited edition shirts. Yep. And our first shirt, um, hashtag goals, and I'm gonna pull it up here real quick. Um, hashtag goals. Um, the shirt is uh, hashtag sixty four before twenty four. Um, and they yep. got some some neat little uh, like doodle tattoo artwork on there too. So the crown and then headstone with the see you later. So trying to get in the last last few I can before twenty four because I know it'll be a while before yeah, so, uh, I can hit those. So these these shirts, these limited edition shirts, they're on axethrowingapparel.com. We'll put a, a link in the uh, in the description below. There's only going to be 100 of each of these shirts sold. So um, this particular shirt, we did uh, they did a, a white print um, and a black print on the um, design on the shirt. So there are two different designs, but there's only going to be 100 total sold. So once those hundred are gone. They're gone forever. So yep. um, get those in, get those shirts now before they're gone. But 100 of those, the first, um, I guess we'll call that the May release. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll just so, kind yeah, of. So it'll be 100 shirts or, or the end of, the end of, it, of uh, May. May. Yeah, so at yep. the end of May, that shirt's going away, um, never to be seen again. Um, hashtag goals 64 before. 24. 24. Yeah. And so even if you have already hit a 64, then you got to get them in while you can. So get as many 64s in while, while you uh, still have the chance. Um, I had a really good uh, hatchet league tonight um, and got a couple of them in. So it was a, 
I threw a perfect week. If you don't count the other week mixed in there, but didn't miss any kills, which was a a new thing. Yeah, because I've been been struggling with those in league. So sorry about that. We had a quick little question. I had a quick question for Lucas about audio, and so it's possible that there was no audio recorded. And you're just gonna hear her. You're gonna hear me talk over. So, but yeah. <laughs> we'll put that in. Uh, funny little outtake. But yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So PLS right. PLS was uh, good. The venue, Flying Squirrel Axe Throwing in uh, Speedway, Indiana. Um, yep. That's Ryan Gustin's venue. Um, cool venue. Big space. Yep. Um, I think was the cool to... I think the best thing was that he has three bathrooms that was nice yep and they weren't like um he had he had three unisex restrooms too because that's the other thing it's like even if you have you know two or three it ends up being you know like the predominantly there's more males than females there and the female one's like almost empty all the time and then the guys are like trying to decide if they're going to use that one since nobody's in line or what's going to happen but (laughs) No, it it worked out. It was that was Everyone good. Wants to um, see, like if there's a couch in the women's bathroom, since they all go together and <laughs> yeah, you gotta know. Um, but no, I mean I think overall weekend was good. Um, we didn't really run into any issues or anything. Um, brackets all ran pretty well, I think. Yeah. Um, we... live, live stream was good. Um, Hayden yeah. uh, Hayden set up a really great live stream. Um, he, he put a lot of work into um, developing that, and and we're going to try to use that um, in the future. So if you are needing yep. a live stream at an event of yours, um, throw yeah, let us know. Is for hire. So yeah, we're uh, we're using kind uh, of Hayden to do some of that, but we would come out and set it up for your event. Um, and, uh, you know, do everything from, uh, however you would like to, so we can set up different, different scenes, different things. So yeah, if you're, and if you're interested, extremely a, reasonable on price. Yeah. Yeah. So. Nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy. We're not, we're not looking to, to get rich. We're just trying to help provide, the community. Provide a good product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, live stream was cool. Um, I, I really think that, um, Emma Brian Nielsen stole the show. Yeah. Everyone seemed to, to love Emma on the live stream. So and she, yeah, she's, she's in charge for, for someone who is so young, she, she really like knows what she's talking about already. Like she does such a good job of, um, knowing who the throwers are and what's going on in the match. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to, to watch. And, and I was in there a couple times with her. She did, she did a great job. So. Um, the, so let's see the first was first was big X. First was big X. Yep. Friday. Then we did, um, hatchet and duels. Yep. Or well, first thing there was a duels marathon and Correct. unfortunately nobody threw a 64 at the duels marathon like we were all tra- hoping to do also there but, was there was one team that can actually claim that they dominated the world champions um and yeah. that was me and ryan we beat you all four matches um, oh, oh the first so, four matches of the day the first four matches of the day <laughs> yeah you guys 
you guys killed us. <laughs> and by killed us, I mean we missed our kills, I think, like every game. Very true, but I hit my kills. Actually, I did my job, I think, every time in that, like when it came to like uh, up downs and hitting kills. Um, but I did throw some fours in the first match. You probably did. You probably did wreck us that um, we, Hayden and I, like take like about eight games to get like warmed up. He took seven. Yeah. So in game eight. Was. Yeah. Cause it was, uh, we beat you f- the first four and then Flow Bros beat you the next three. And then, and then you and put then, it, you put it to the, yeah, we, the, we started to get in a rhythm and then it started to get good. So, <laughs> yeah, and then everyone else was just screwed from there on out. So. Yeah. I mean, we didn't do, I mean, I don't know if that's our best season, but I think Hayden said it was your best season. It might be. I mean, it, it was, I think it was your best out. season kill shot wise because, like, you did miss kill shots, but I think you only missed kill shots against us. I don't know that you miss kill shots against anyone else. Definitely our best one in like um in a while. Um let's see. Oh, I can't see it. I can only see hmm. it doesn't show it there. Hold on. I'm gonna find it, see what we got, but where's it on the leaderboard now? The best tight end just got drafted by the Bills in the draft Dalton Kincaid. Uh oh. Um. Anyway, so yeah, we did the we did the marathon though. Then we did big axe. Then, um, hatchet duels, and then Sunday was knives. Which I so so to to talk on the hatchet duels thing, I feel like hatchet and duels should always be if they're going to if there's going to be a back to back event, they should always be back to back. I can see that. I just feel like you're throwing the same implement. And like, even though a big axe is, you know, it's still an axe, but like, nothing has to change. Period, really, except for maybe the axe that you're throwing. Yeah. So I really liked that. So a little tidbit, but yeah, then then yeah, then knives on Sunday. Yep, knives on Sunday, and then we finished off with uh, new rules tournament. Yeah, new rules tournament, and uh, we all I think learned a lot. Um, sure. Dustin Dustin Woman learned that he can make a lot of money making nineteen <laughs> titles. Um, I will say, hey. like, I, I'm I'm so I bought the one that Colby used. Yep. And I, I, I really just bought it because I I wanted something in the meantime to use because so so Dustin's doing another big X for me, and my existing big X has like that same recurve, and so. I, once I get the new big axe, I'm just going to convert that old one into a 15 foot axe. And, um, but I'm going to use a different head. I'm not a, not that the, the bear claw isn't a great axe head. It just doesn't work very well for me. Um, it, it, I felt like, or I feel like having thrown it now, like I lose coverage. Uh, um, so. yeah, but the thing, the other things we learned were that you really, that's all you need is a, 19 inch handle and then there were it doesn't actually have to be 19 inch though well uh, just a long just a handle, recurve handle curve. and um there were people that didn't change their throw at all and then they finished in the top three all three of the people um that were in at the end were not throwing one and a half um tyler, and, what? tyler wasn't throwing one and a half well he wasn't top three who was the top three 
Um, I'd have to look at the form again, but I thought it, I was, I thought it was Tyler. I thought no. Colby beat Tyler to go to the finals. No, Colby beat um, the guy that looks like me, Austin Hewson, to go to the finals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think those were the top three. Yeah. And he was definitely not throwing one and a half either. No. He was throwing a... Corporal. Corporal, yeah. I wanted to say commander, but I knew it wasn't right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> it was um, pretty evident that... And, yeah, Dan Dan was throwing exactly the same throw. Which yeah. his, his hatchet and his big axe throw are exactly the same. So Colby was throwing the exact same throw. I wasn't really... I, I don't know exactly what Austin's looks like. He might have just been throwing harder. Um, but he was throwing obviously pretty well that way. But the yeah. big thing that we learned was that the 2024 rules don't really accomplish what I think they were hoping for. So for all those people that have been saying, oh, they're not going to change them. Oh, they don't know. You know, they're these are set in stone, even though they're acting like they might change them and thought that alpha test was a th- uh, the wrong thing to call them. You you were most likely going to be proven wrong because I'm pretty sure that after yeah. just that the beta the beta rules are going to come in. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be there's going to be another set of rules. There's going to be some other stuff that's tried um because the big flaw that was evident was that a all you need to do is buy new equipment and you can do your same throw for most people out there. Um secondly, um you were actually kind of rewarded for not being as accurate. So there in in two ways, if you were really inaccurate and you were going for an outer bull, you could actually hit a four. And so that was, that's one problem. That's not as much of a problem though, because that one would take a good amount of missing. The big problem was that once you'd go to the back half, if you were aiming for the middle bull and you were good and you were accurate, you would hit that middle bull. And then you couldn't go for a five really anymore. It's very, very challenging to purposefully hit a five from that distance. Um, And so actually, if you aimed for the middle and you missed because you weren't as accurate as your opponent and got a five, you were actually at a big advantage there um, because now your opponent can only go for, they can go for a four and play it safe. Or they can go for an outer bull, and if they miss now, they're for sure going to be down, assuming that you hit another five or six. If you hit another five, I mean, you're looking really good going in to throw eight because you're going to get to stay down again and stay in the center again. Um, so it it really just most of my games turned out to be me throwing purposeful fours after throw six because I would hit a bull on throw six and then the other person would maybe hit a five or a six or whatever there. Um, but then I would have already had a lead coming into the half. So now I have like a three or a four point lead. So I'm just purely aiming at the four. Um, so I bet if you go back and look at the stats, I threw, I don't know, like 40% fours maybe just because I was, aiming for the four because it was so huge in such a safe space. So a couple of things that I think can be tried are going to be that the five and the six close out. So if you hit a five, you're actually at a disadvantage now because you missed the six. Um, And then 
Another thing could be that the outer bulls could have some sort of safety ring around them is what I'm going to call it, but probably another five ring that would be present. Um, and it would probably just be like an ink pen line. It wouldn't be a full marker line or anything like that. Um, and then those outer bulls might get a little bit smaller um, as well. So those are the things that I think would kind of change it. Another thing that would be really cool to see and people that just bought new axes probably wouldn't <laughs> like, but, uh, or, or maybe they would, or maybe they wouldn't mind because I think that you just should only be able to use one axe. So if you're going to throw one and a half spin, you have to use that same axe from the front as you're going to use from the back. And if you're going to do one spin, you got to be able to throw that from 12 feet or throw all of your throws from 15 feet. There would be no rule against that from my understanding as well. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see what the second iteration of rules looks like and then hopefully test those in a tournament format because that's where you're really going to see um, strategy and people, you know, trying to win um, because the way the rules are currently, nobody probably would have necessarily thought that's how it would have happened um, until you got into a position where it's like, well, I want to win. So I'm just going to throw a four. And yeah, play for it sure. safe. <clears throat> so um, I think I only had to go for one outer bull from the back, but I also was throwing almost perfect from the front. Every yeah, I time didn't, I didn't have to go for an outer bull from the back until my fourth match in a bracket or yeah. Fourth match. I think fourth uh, match in a bracket. I had to do it against Tyler because Tyler started with an outer one when, Correct. We, when we switched sides. Yeah. So Tyler, Tyler and I talked about that a long time ago. Like, that was that was like maybe the best strategy was to like oh, save the center bull for last. It is as long as you're going to hit it. Cor- yeah, 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 correct. That's correct. the problem. Is like I, there's a good chance I was probably not going to hit it. Now the one that I remember going for, I did hit. Yeah. So so Tyler hit that one. I hit center, and then we then he went center because he had a lead. So I, I might have hit a five. So he went he went center. I went outer and I hit. And then I think it was a two-point game going into the final throw. We both went up, but we both only had a lower kill left. He hit a six on that kill, and I hit an eight on that kill, so we were tied. And then who sucks less, we both kept hitting until he's a jerk and he finally hit, like, the third one or something. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, my, my first match... It took it took me a long time to because like I didn't have an axe that was like already ready to go. Like some of those guys showed up with their 19 inch recurves that they had bought from Wellman. So I grabbed an Infinity axe here um, the day before, and I bought like a one by two or whatever it is, and put a you know cut it off at 19 or was like 18, um, and threw it on. And so the first match was like just trying to figure out like. How to throw that axe well from yeah. the back? Um, the front wasn't I didn't even that big a deal. Consider that. I What's have that? one. I have a. I have a Peugeot or whatever somewhere. A Pluot. Yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just like that. That's easy. And if if the handle breaks, it's a one by two. Like I don't care. Yeah, no big um, deal. 
and it was bone stock. So it was, you know, really fat, but, um, the game two of my first match, I was, I finally kind of like, okay, here I figured out the drawback and the release and that I could pretty much throw it at the bullseye every time. And like, I wasn't going to hit the bullseye every time, but I was going to at least get a five or a four. <laughs> and yeah. so, so, um, in my second match against Brandon Johnson, like we were talking beforehand, probably way more than we should have. Cause it, it, it took forever, but it was, you know, is it like, I feel like now in axe throwing, it's like, I want to throw in the sixties every time. If I throw in the sixties, I'm probably going to win where in the new rules, it's, it, it was more of like, you're playing to win. Yeah. You're Who not- cares about the score? Yeah, um, I will so say like, that I also think that the new rules in there, probably in every format that now um, it, the game is going to take a lot longer. A lot longer, yeah. yeah because you're you're going to want to wait. So the, the current um, presented option for tournaments is that the person ahead would always go first. And so if the person ahead goes and you see that they hit a three, you can very easily just throw a four, five, or, you know, whatever is available and try to take, uh, you know, get a point back or take a lead. Um, so I don't know. I think there's, there's a couple of things that are going to definitely change. The pace of the game is going to change to uh, something slower. But I, I will also say from the front, I would watch and I would get excited when I would see they threw a three. hundred percent. I'm about to take a three point lead because I'm confident that I'm going to hit mine. Um, and that did take, took me one or two throws to adjust to the bulls being slightly higher, lower, but literally just the second that I made the adjustment, it was, it was so easy. Yeah. I mean, before Brandon and I threw like, we we both kind of were on the same page that like it's gonna be a see what your opponent throws and throw one point better. Yep. Um And I told Brandon before I was like, I, I'm just gonna throw try and throw fives. And so I I lined up like where I would normally line up for duels with Ryan, and I kind of aimed at the same point that I would aim and hoped for a five. And if I could. <laughs> If I could throw three fives before I hit the center bullseye, I was okay with that. Especially yeah. if he threw a bullseye in the center. And and as soon as you hit that bullseye, you, you have to go somewhere else. Because it's I'm not gonna throw a five and risk a zero. I'm not gonna hit the bullseye, try to throw a five and hit a zero. So then you yeah. have to go somewhere else. Um so I like did that. Brandon, I think in both of our game or the two games that I won, hit the bullseye first. And then he was kind of throwing fours. Yeah. Um, because it was kind of, it was okay to take, you know, if, if I was throwing a five, a four is a better shot than a three because you can lose one point instead of losing two. Right. So there's a, a ton more strategy, but there's a a lot more time. So yeah. It's also like all worried on about, the fly. Worried about, yeah, hundred percent. They're worried about 10 seconds now. Ooh. Are we worried about ten minutes later? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be like, all right, guys, this whole match is taking thirty minutes. Yeah, ESPN's gonna hate the new rules. 
Yeah. So there's, there's a couple of things that will have to speed up and maybe that'll change a little bit with those safety rings. I probably won't. I will say if, if those safety rings are on there, that then, then it'll be, I I think it'll be fun. It'll probably change things a lot. So I don't know. I'll be interested to see what the next iteration looks like. I'm sure once they have tested a few things and I do feel like though, if they make that center five, go to a zero. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have a another like uproar. Yeah, but it would only be in tournaments. I don't think it. That's true. It would only be tournaments. It's and only only be in the pro tournament. Correct. I have no if, idea. If there if there are divisions that come down the road. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they'll do exactly for that stuff. Or, I, or I'm just thinking in my. I'm just thinking like the pro am thing in my head is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh be interested to see what they what they do. I do think there will be tournament and non-tournament rules though and yeah, I don't know how that'll affect certain divisions if there are divisions or what how that part'll work, but yeah. But speaking about divisions, um those were the things that happened at this PLS. But at our next BLS, which will be going on July 14th, 15th, and 16th yep, at Tribal X. I know we talked about that a little bit in our last episode, but um, we are looking forward to having that event. And yeah, we from, are from now... Virginia Beach. Yeah, we are now committed to doing an amateur, for lack of a better word, tournament. Yep. Um, so the way that's going to work is anybody that has not been a part of the Pro League Series... Not not the Pro League series, sorry. That has not been a part of Waddle's Pro League. Yep. So at any point in, in time. So twenty twenty two twenty three existence. Yeah. If you've ever been a pro, um, you will not be able to enter the amateur tournament. But if you have not ever, then you will be able to enter the amateur. So there's no threshold, there's no middle ground of people that are missing that can't do either one. Either you've been in Pro League before or you haven't. So if you have not, then you will be able to sign up for the amateur tournament. Um, the only thing that you would not be able to participate in would be duels, um, just because of the way signups work and things like that. Um, it's the more challenging one for us to um, kind of coordinate um, because people don't have their partners and things like that. So um, as of now, um, those that is going to take place at the same time as duels as well um, on Saturday morning at Tribal Axe. So we're going to have um, the amateur tournament happening while duels happens. Yeah. And then the top four from the uh, amateur hatchet tournament are going to get automatic entry into the um, into the pro hatchet tournament. Uh, hatchet tournament. And um, then we're also still going to do payouts. So payouts are going to be to right now, top six. If we get enough people, we'll probably bump that to top eight. Um, But minimum, we're going to try and do the top six. And then, um, yeah, and then you'll still be able to also sign up for Big Axe on Friday and Knives on Sunday. Yeah. So. And that'll all be, be and just for the people in the pro league series already, the people who are in the amateur tournaments that are signing up for big X and knife, 
um, it'll be the same dollar amount entry fee, same value as if um, it were split up in the regular PLS. Because yeah. we, if you're already doing PLS, you know that it's a one ticket price. Um, each ticket basically holds a value of a hundred dollars. So, uh, yeah. big axe so, knives, a hundred dollars. Um, which is there's uh, there's definitely knife throwers out there, and definitely um, big axe throwers that um, have not been. Uh, members of the pro league that are a thousand percent good enough to enter yeah. those tournaments. So, yeah. And they'll still be, you know, I mean, able to, if they finish in the top eight of either of those disciplines, they'll still be, you know, able to um, reap the benefits of our payout structure. So top That's eight, right. they would still get 400 bucks um, guaranteed. And then more than that, if they finish higher. So there's going to be uh i think i think it'll be our biggest turnout hopefully yeah, plus um, it's a... summer in virginia beach so yeah so should be good um we actually have a few people signed up already um yep. yeah we released it today um and we got two people that are for sure signed up well yep. besides me you and and tyler we got uh two people that earned entries that's right um from this past PLS and the first person was, well, which we were able to announce there, um, was Leslie woman. That's right. So we give that, we give the top female from the PLS, um, pre entry into the next, uh, next PLS. Mm -hmm. And And then the second one. Yeah. We also do. Yeah. (laughs) We haven't, haven't announced this yet, but we're going to make a post this week. Um, we also give out free entry to the person that finished just outside of the money. So highest finisher overall that didn't walk away with a check. Um, and that was Austin Bach. Austin Bach. Congratulations, Austin. Yeah. Uh, so he was throwing well in everything, just unfortunately didn't get over the hump in anything. And so, um, yeah, Austin is walking on, uh, going to get free entry into our next one. Um, the person that actually won that from the first PLS was Colby Dean. And I think he got money in at least two of the events for sure. He got second place in hatchet and big axe at this event. So yeah, just, um, I think just those two he cashed in. So any cash like really really nice really well yeah so he definitely made good use of that free entry so hopefully um austin can do the same thing with his entry um for the next one so um yeah it'll be uh interesting to see kind of how this one turns out how it how it plays out um hopefully we can get everybody you know hopefully we can pull everything off in its current but I would love to be able to have it to where the amateurs can join all of the disciplines in the future. So if we get enough people and we can make this a thing, I think that we'd be able to have just five separate disciplines, basically the amateur hatchet pro hatchet. And then we would have duels, big ax and knife that you could enter all of them as amateur. Um, so where we just wouldn't overlap them. Yep. Um, and so if we can do that, hopefully we'll be able to do that at, at a few, you know, one in the future. 
Um, we'll just have to see how this one goes and see how many signups we get and, and how long it takes. Um, we got to figure out timing because we, we don't want people to be there forever. We also don't want to make people show up on Thursday for anything. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that as a, as an option, um, as well. So we might be able to move some things around. Maybe we could end on hatchet on Sunday or something, or maybe we could do the amateur thing on Friday and then still do, hatchet and duels on saturday um i don't know we'll have to we'll have to see how that one plays out but but yeah be on the lookout um we'll we have already posted it on our page but we'll be sharing it to the discussion group in the next couple of days um possibly with this podcast um yeah episode so yeah if you've been looking to come think you're not quite ready or haven't been in the pro league, but you want to come and compete in the other things or just come hang out compete in just hatchet and and maybe, you know, watch, learn, soak it all in. Um, this next event's going to be the one to do it at. And um, if you haven't ever been to Tribal Axe, it's a great venue. It's huge. Um, tons of lanes. Um, Rebecca and David always do a great job of hosting. They've got food, alcohol, everything you could really want. So, um, and we'll we'll probably have time to do some, maybe some fun stuff or something on um on sunday and actually i think we ended up having some time on saturday this time to where we could maybe do something small oh for sure yeah we were done by like we were done by like seven o'clock i think yeah so we might be able to do like a skills thing or or do something else so so yeah be on the lookout for those things we'll we're going to put together an actual schedule with times this coming week i think and um get that graphic made and posted everywhere so really excited about the next event but um what's next on tournament schedules what do we uh, have we got this weekend is friday saturday is k-town throwdown yep k-town throwdown <laughs> friday night big axe and saturday duels and hatchet and then on sunday is knives out um tournament here in murfreesboro at jack split Yep. Um, and then they're going to be doing duels right after the knife tournament and knife duels. That's right. And that was, that was fun last year. So see how that goes. And then I think the next like big tournament that sold out very quickly, Riverbend. Riverbend. That's correct. Following weekend, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yep. I think it's the second melee, the seventh. Yep. Second melee. Um, should be good. Yeah, it should be should be really good. Um Do we throw it that? What's that? Do we we have matches? Uh that's a good question. I have no clue. <laughs> All right, well maybe we uh, let me let me find out. Let me find out real quick. We probably All right, well do. he's he's going to look that up and so um yeah, we're hopefully we have some matches there, you know, get to throw a little bit more. I think a few people that didn't get to throw at the first one will be there, so that'll be cool. Um, but there's also another tournament going on the same time in Texas. So as far as I know, Riverbend sold out, can't get tickets, but you might be able to still sign up for the Jolly something tournament. I can't remember the name of it, but happening at Dringer. Um So if you are in Texas or South, you can sign up for that. Happening the same weekend as Riverbend. So there was a schedule that I thought existed. 
Oh, here we go. We're, we'll figure it out. They'll tell us. <laughs> of course, he doesn't have the schedule posted. Come on, Josh. Got to get with it. Let me see. Maybe he's posted it somewhere else. There we go. Sure. Well, this is there. that's old. That's an old schedule. All right. Schedule is right, so not know. there, so we have no clue. Uh, we don't. We'll know. find we out. Probably do. We've got enough people, regardless. So. Yeah, we probably play if people are going to be there. Um. But yeah, I think that's it for for tournaments that are upcoming. I'm sure we'll have. An episode in between those, we might. Oh yeah, for sure. Depending on how Sunday goes, we might try to do something as like a recap for K Town and Knives Out. Knives Out. Yep. Depends how I do. I'll probably won't want to talk about it if I lose, but we'll we'll see. Um. Will Levis is dropping into the second round of the draft. I told you. I told you he's not getting picked. It's Philly, K- Philly, KC, and Pittsburgh. Are 30, um, 31 and 32. So. What else were we going to talk about there? Was there another thing? What else were we going to talk about? We were going to talk about all the things we've already talked about. Right? Um, oh, shout out to um, Canadian friends, um, Mike Morton. And, <laughs> yeah, that's what you were uh, going to talk about. Caitlin. I got... Um, I got some, so they brought me Kit Kats to Keystone. The interesting thing before he says this, the interesting thing about this is that like last week I was like, I wonder if they make the big cat in Canada. Yeah. Um, And so I got some at Keystone, but I put them in my suitcase and TSA decided they wanted to have my Kit Kats from Canada. And so I got no Kit Kats in my house. Well, I have a couple still left over, but I didn't get to bring home new ones. And um, so I told them that story and they, uh, they were like, Oh, well, we brought some. So maybe we'll, you know, maybe we could give you some. So I got a bag of, I got a couple of them from them. And then in also inside the bag was not, what did you, what's it called here? It's called a, Big cat, yeah, big cat. So, yeah, but it's not called that in Canada. It's called Kit Kat Chunky. <laughs> so, I guess America, which is which like is it. weird to me. Like to me, like I like if I'm thinking candy and I hear chunky, I'm thinking like like crunchy peanut butter or like yeah. Um, I'm trying to see. Like I don't, this one doesn't have a cool chunks of one, stuff. It doesn't have a cool way to open it like the other ones, so we'll just have to open it like American candy. But um, looks pretty good. Just a bigger Kit Kat. I don't think I've never had a big cat, so yeah. I don't know. There's a lot more chocolate around the uh, candy. Which is good because that's the best part of Canadian Kit Kats. Yeah. I don't even know if the middle is different from a regular Kit Kat. Probably is. But this chocolate, so much better. <laughs> like not, I don't, not even up for debate. So if you haven't had a Canadian Kit Kat, find somebody from Canada to give you one because uh, it very well could change your life. <laughs> They asked me about some other candy that they wanted me to try, but they didn't. There wasn't one in the bag, so I don't remember what it was. But 
all of the chocolate pretty much from Canada is, is made differently and has to have a certain amount of cocoa from what I understand. Yeah. I mean, it's just that they're, they're required to have like, uh, they have, they have a lot higher standards than what the yeah, they, US they uh, FDA uh, requires. Yeah. So we're, we're probably yeah, eating so. like sawdust. Right. Yeah. There's like, just random things can be in Fillers. ours. There's to be like actually chocolate. Makes sense. Uh, so, but no, it's delicious. I'd eat the whole thing, but <laughs> you guys don't want to watch that. Um, man, I felt like there was one more thing we were going to talk about, but I just can't remember what it was. Let's see. We talked about PLS and we talked about the limited edition shirts. We talked, we talked about, about the, rules next pls yeah we talked about the new rules we talked about k-town we talked about how we talked about riverbend i think that might have been it maybe um, uh, i think another thing worth mentioning which we may have mentioned in episode five and a half um i, I don't know if we did um as soon as you tell me what it is i'll tell you the um um, so we often talk about Lucas doing the axe sweep, um, but did we mention that Leslie Wellman is the first female to do an axe sweep? Did we mention? Oh that? no, I don't. I don't think we did. I don't yeah, think so we... Leslie um, at the oh shoot, <clears throat> I can't think of what hoedown. it was. The oh down throw down. Something, or like, something that, yeah. like that. Yeah. The uh, tournament was at Casey's venue, Tommy Hawks in Springfield. Um, the weekend before uh, PLS, um, she did a women's tournament, and Leslie uh, Wellman was the first female to do the axe sweep. So she won hatchet, she won big axe, and she won duels. Yep. Um, and then knife was won by somebody else. But, um, but yeah, that was pretty. Brianna, <laughs> it was won by Brianna. Brianna wasn't yeah, it? Brianna Richmond. Yeah. Yep. Uh, who wasn't even going to throw, but uh, said somebody awesome. else. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then then she carried that into PLS and became the the highest overall female in the last PLS. So um, Leslie's on a hot streak right now. All right, she's throwing good. There we go. Sunglasses were just sitting here, so <laughs> they were super reflective. Yeah, they sure are. Those you are the can or- see. orange ones. Yeah. Nice. You can see the my computer screen perfectly, I feel like, through them. Um, yeah, the uh, so shout out to Gooder. That's right. Who I've got a phone call with tomorrow at noon, finally. All right. <laughs> finally. Um, all right, well, I guess that's pretty much it. Oh, where are we? I just thought of something. Oh, league scores. I feel like I've I have been personally struggling in league other than tonight. <laughs> Do you think that certain You're people such are... a jerk? <laughs> what? Uh, I saw that when you sent me that message and I was just like, oh, <laughs> screw off. <laughs> I almost yeah. responded back and was like, you still sucked and missed five throws. <laughs> yeah. Um well, what I was except saying, you missed the good throw. You missed the good one to miss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, my misses were where I wanted them. Yeah, 
It's, um, it's crazy when you throw eight games and your lowest score is a 62. And what's crazy is it was my last <laughs> game. I almost, and it was throw seven and eight. Gosh. <laughs> That's the crazy thing that kind of made me mad is I was thinking about it at that point, and I was like, all right. I just need to hit one of these next two. And then I threw a five and it was like perfectly down the middle, just low. And then I was like, all right, I can fix that. Watch this. And then it was just a little bit to the right. <laughs> but the other crazy thing is my first game, the 63 was a push oh, on yeah, a bull. It was like super close. So I would have had, I would have had 64, 64, 64. And then I don't know which throw I missed on in the fourth game, but it was a 63. I would have been pretty upset about that too if I missed the perfect week by one throw. Or if I would have 64 in the fourth game, then I would have been mad about the first game where they uh, called it a five instead of a six. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, I was trying to look up the scores. Um, Did they ever fix the darn thing? It's like, it's like close ish to correct. So, um, I guess there's still some, there's still some, there's several people in the sixties still. So yeah, there's still, um, you know, a handful of people in the 60 averages. I was just interested. Like I had seen a couple of other people that had, had missed more kills than usual. I felt like, um, and so I, I just wondered if them announcing the new rules had not really made people missed necessarily but it was just something else that either maybe they'd been started to practice devote some of their practice time to throwing at um you know throwing one and a half or if they had been you know just worrying more about the 2024 rules that are coming out or i don't know i mean i'm looking at the leaderboard and there's still like you I know, gotta, so so I'm I want to shout out Noah Vargas. Um, so Noah's at the top of the leaderboard by average, sixty sixty point seven five. Not not anymore. Shut up, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> he is right now at this moment. He is so currently, tomorrow, he is currently tomorrow. tomorrow might sorry, be a Noah. Story. Lucas Lucas screws that all up. I don't know. Maybe he threw really well tonight. When's his league? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Good question. Because he's he's at twelve also, so he might he might have had his league night tonight. Yeah, so I mean, it looks it looks like what's what's keeping him where he's at is that he's he's basically throwing kills like like it's his job. Um, yeah, but Noah, uh, young kid out of Texas. Um, I mean, I I I met Noah at some point last year, I'm sure. Um, or maybe the year before, but Noah, Noah's a great kid. I threw duels with Noah at um, the cut. Um, it was, we met his uh, met his mom at the cut, so he's a real real supportive family behind him. Um, and he's uh, he works so hard, and I feel like he, the um, you just don't you just don't hear enough about Noah right now and i think we're gonna hear a lot about noah um oh yeah as the year goes on noah's noah's a good a great thrower and he's only gonna continue to get better um, yeah i mean definitely what i would say is you know up and coming yeah um and he's like i mean or he's he's already there he's, in he's not even he's not even he's not 21 right yeah he's like 19 correct yeah 18 something like that so he's like super that. young still um, which is awesome because he's, you know, he's super young. He's just going to continue to develop. Um, and like I said, good support system behind him with his mom. And, 
Um, I'm sure other family, we just, we just met his mom at the cut though. So, but, um, yeah, good kid. Tough thrower. Yeah. Um, Rander also having a heck of a season so far. Rander, where's he at? He's second, 60.67. Tishko. Tishko doing Up there at the top, 60.58. Jose, 60.56. And he just just won that tournament in Arizona this past weekend, didn't he? Against Garrett. I think he beat Garrett in the finals. Didn't we talk? Oh, I think I just talked about it on the live stream, maybe? Can't remember. I know we talked about it because you you. I um, talked about it at at something. I like. I think I talked about it on the live stream. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he took um first place in the copper. Can't remember what it was called. Copperhead something or Copper State something at um Social Acts in Arizona, some city in Arizona that I can't remember. But um, yeah. And Garrett was there. Garrett took second place. Mm-hmm. So it was a good good tournament. He had some really strong finishes at the end. Um, finished it off with a 64. Both tournaments this past weekend were won with 64s on the last game. Yeah. So probably send him a uh, – he needs to get one of those uh, – 64 before 24. That's right. Shirts. Keep wearing it. Um, It's funny. I was like, I thought that I had seen like a lot more misses from people that were on the leaderboard. But really, people haven't been missing. It's still like 56.75 is the 50th place. Yeah. Hayden thinks he's throwing like so terribly. He's at a 57 average though, which I would have like given my left arm for like a year ago (laughs) maybe two years ago um but yeah like all these people on the leaderboard crushing it right now um a lot of people hitting a lot more kills than i thought maybe uh maybe it's just me because my other league i'm not doing very well and I've missed a lot of kills. Yeah. That's very frustrating because I keep missing by like a splinter. But um all right, well I still don't think I still don't think knife is in. Correct. Knife? I don't know about knife. I got like a forty something average at Jack Split forty eight or something, forty seven. So I don't even know where that puts me. Uh, you have a 46 at years. Yeah, I think I got a 47 or a 48 over there. That puts you at number somewhere in between number two and number five. Because uh, Tony has a 49 or something. Yeah, 49. Yeah. I, dropped... I think that's a marathon too. So I think he's staying up there. I dropped. Uh... I was like a 47 and some change, and then I dropped a 45. Uh, Unacceptable. Yeah, I threw, threw trash tonight. I think um, we're just going to kick you off the podcast. It's just going to be me if it drops a <laughs> lower. So it's still, it's still in the top 10. I don't, I don't want to hear it. 
It's oh, it's Jesus. literally it's literally one spot behind Jim Murphy's barrel axle. <laughs> right, and I know how bad I'm throwing in that one. So <laughs> you're throwing number seven overall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, gosh, I I don't know what was going on. I mean, I, I think maybe I was a little distracted from the draft too. Um, oh, whatever. You just found out it was on. No, it it literally we we started at seven o'clock, and so like, especially through the first through the fourth pick, like I was so invested in everything that was going on in the draft because that's when the Colts picked. So uh, Thursday hatchet, Sunday. Th- Why are there two of these? I don't know which one. Oh, oh, that's winter. Where's knife? It's under hatchet. I know, but like, it's not showing up. Oh, it showed up on mine, but like my league's not in there. So Thursday night, I don't know. When do you throw a knife? So it's it's Thursday, but like the only things that show up are their two hatchet ones, not the knife one. Yeah. Like if I go to the thing now, so the leaderboard thing still find screwed. It, I was able to find it in my career. Where? Um, if I go to WKTL and then I go to the um, bottom, bottom. Uh, to league, and then I'm at 16, so I can see it. I have a 47.8. Yeah, mine it doesn't show in mine at all. Um, this is junk. Oh, that's not it. <laughs> I was like, what? Hey, but I'm doing pretty good. Four weeks in, I got seven sixty fours. <laughs> and four missed kills. People are screaming at their screens right now. Because of that pick? <laughs> no, because you're like, oh, I got seven uh, seven sixty four. Oh. <laughs> uh, don't worry. I have just as many sixty fours in that one as I have. I have twice as many missed kills in another league, so <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. It'll yeah, but that's all going to change because you fixed, you figured out what you're. I did wrong. figure out what was wrong with my kills, so hopefully I won't have any atrocious weeks coming up. But we'll see. It yeah. uh, it was a very small thing. I just I don't know. I don't know why I changed or what happened, but somewhere along the way I forgot to do one or two things, and so. Yeah. Feeling good now. Um all right, we'll we'll try to hop on. Um we talked we talked about how we were gonna go live before to get like topics to talk about. Oh and yeah, we, talk- we didn't do that. We yeah, screwed we it up. So. So, right, well it's so because today. we didn't do we didn't do a podcast. Because we didn't do it at the yeah. time that we thought I was way too tired and needed to get on the road to get home. Had to be here for Monday morning, so all right, for sure. If we do one this weekend, actually, we before we live. get before we get off, um, what? What any, now? Any any update on? Oh, about the thing? No insurance or anything? No, nothing good. So we're gonna try to um, uh, have a big sell um, of shirts to try and, uh, and generate some money. Yeah, cover some expenses for <laughs> things that 
are kind of out of our hands at this point. So um, we're canceling subscriptions and things to save some money that we're not able to use really right now. Um, and then we're going to try to sell a bunch of shirts uh, that we can ship out to people. So I'll post some stuff about that this week. I just need to go in and do inventory and make sure we don't sell some that we can't replenish or get more of. So we have some already and then um, we'll probably try to do a couple of new ones. That'll be mm, uh, drop shipped. So We'll um, have some updates on that uh, early next week or maybe even uh, as early as tomorrow. Cool. But keep you updated on the uh, car that wrecked into the building from there. I think you should be able to like part it out. I do have one piece of it. I don't know how much it's worth, but it's just a like a fog cover. <laughs> probably not worth much but it's uh, no broken tabs i don't know how it it made it all the way inside didn't break no broken tabs it just like popped out i'm sure you can sell that engine <laughs> yeah it didn't stay though what's that the engine oh yeah <laughs> i mean if you had the if they had left the car there yeah. yeah if they would have put that actually in the building yeah and somehow i would have kept it probably but <laughs> all right well tune in for uh have we put any of our other ones on uh anchor oh my gosh no i kept for I've, i haven't put the the last well, just three upload them all yeah, yeah upload them all yeah so if you're listening on spotify you're gonna get a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> real soon yeah Actually, you're i think it's only like two that didn't get up it's it's two yeah i think it's two so we'll try and get all of that posted um yeah but check out the shirt we're gonna have links in the description, uh, description for the axe throwing apparel 64 before 24 and then two sign up links one for the amateur tournament and one for just regular pls um so be on the lookout for those don't forget if you are signing up for the amateur you can still do big axe and knives so um yeah i think that's about it yeah see you on sunday i'm leaving tomorrow for knoxville hopefully um have a good showing at k-town and then come back and hopefully we can win some uh, knife duels sounds like a plan to me all right all right until next time we'll see you guys later